Hey guys, welcome to episode two of Basically a Detective. I'm your host, Blake Wooten, and today's episode is going to be a doozy. The events described are so bizarre and shocking that when I first read about this case, I thought the story was fiction. This is the 100% true story of the Bitter Blood Murders. It's June 3rd, 1985 in Summerfield, North Carolina. For those of you that are sort of familiar with North Carolina, that's going to be about 23 minutes north of Greensboro. For those of you who aren't really familiar with North Carolina, that's going to be an hour and a half about northwest of Raleigh, which is the state's capital. So anyways, it's June 3rd, 1985 in Summerfield, North Carolina. Local police are chasing a Chevy Blazer down the highway. They keep chasing the car until it suddenly explodes. Fritz Klinner, the driver, was thrown from the vehicle into a ditch and died before the police could get a confession. Also in the car at the time of the explosion was Klinner's first cousin, Susie Newsom, and her two sons, John and Jim. Now, I am going to warn you, the details about the bodies of Susie, John, and Jim are going to be a bit gruesome. So, if you don't want to listen, fast forward about 10-15 seconds from here and spare yourself. So, Susie was found in a culvert, which if you don't know what that is, it's kind of like a drain. And her body was in pieces. It's assumed that the bomb that set the explosion off was actually placed underneath her seat. Both boys were still in the car after the explosion. Autopsy later showed that they were actually poisoned with cyanide and shot in the back of the head before the explosion happened. So, the real questions are, who caused the explosion? Who killed John and Jim before putting them in the Chevy Blazer? And what led to the police chase in the first place? I want to give you details about Fritz and Susie first to hopefully provide insight on their lives before June 3rd. You see, Fritz Klinner was a notorious liar. He went as far as being a fake student at Duke to his father who he wanted to please so much and even added being part of the CIA to his imaginary resume. Susie, who I previously called Susie Newsom, actually went by the legal name Susie Newsom Lynch, but she was recently divorced from her husband, Tom Lynch. She's a mom of two, John and Jim, as we know from before, and she's in a huge custody battle with Tom over the boys. Now, what was Susie doing with Fritz in the car with the boys? Well, Susie and Fritz are first cousins, but they're also in a relationship with each other. Like, they genuinely have romantic feelings towards one another. So, their relationship is pretty bizarre, but 
what if I told you that the deaths of Fritz, Susie, John, and Jim aren't the only deaths in this story? This story actually begins on May 18, 1985, when 85-year-old Hattie Newsom, her son Robert, and his wife Florence were all found murdered in a home in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Hattie Newsom is the grandmother of Susie Newsom Lynch, and Robert and Florence are her parents. All of this happens exactly one month before the explosion occurs. You see, Robert was actually scheduled to testify in court in favor of Tom Lynch getting custody of the boys. Now, we're at a total of seven deaths in this story. So, I previously said that this story began on May 18, 1985, when Hattie, Robert, and Florence were murdered. But what if I told you that the story actually begins in the summer of 1984? You see, we're at a total of seven murders now, but there's two more still unaccounted for. Dolores Lynch, who is Tom's mother, and her sister Janie were found murdered in Kentucky in the summer of 1984, shortly after the custody battle begins. So now we have a total of nine people dead in this story. And honestly, we'll say that at this point, we only have five people dead. There's Hattie, Robert, Florence, Dolores, and Janie. So easily, Susie and Fritz become suspects in all of these murders. And by June, detectives have enough evidence to make an arrest. Police officer Tommy Dennis and other law enforcement start to close in on Susie and Fritz. At an intersection outside of Guilford College, they decide, this is it, now is the time, we're gonna get them. So when it comes to the arrest, and they decide they're gonna make their move, Klenner reacts fires an Uzi into the vehicle that Officer Dennis is riding in, sprays it once, comes back and sprays it again in an attempt to make sure that Officer Dennis is really dead. Then he flees the scene with Susie, John, and Jim in tow while still firing. It's not until they hit Highway 150 and the car explodes that the chase is finally over. So this is where the details kind of got foggy for me. I'll be linking my sources on the podcast itself, on the Instagram page, on the Facebook page, and don't forget to tune in for the discussion because some of the questions that I had are probably some of the questions you have as well. Who killed John and Jim? Was it Susie? Was it Fritz? Was Susie innocent in all of this? And who actually detonated the bomb? So in some sources that I've read, it says that Fritz actually ends up stopping the car. He gets out of the car, fires at police, and then he detonates the bomb to go off. But then in other stories that I read, it never says who detonated the bomb. 
there was never any evidence to say who detonated the bomb. And it's the same for the death of John and Jim. In some sources, I heard that Susie was the one who poisoned them with cyanide and did everything else. And I'm sorry if I just slipped on a trigger, guys. But the details are kind of foggy depending on which source I read. So I don't want to give any misinformation. I'm trying to provide you with the best information that I can on this case. But I also want to open it up for discussion. So if you go through and you happen to choose to look at these sources and read them for yourselves, what do you think happened? So I'll be opening up this discussion on the Facebook page and on the Instagram page. Tune in. Let's chat about it. I'm always up for discussion on true crime. And as always, if you're anything like me, continue to be basically a detective. Thank you.